And this episode, we're back in the temple. We're back again. It's the movie that will never end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like Gone with the Wind, this yeah, thing. Yes. At this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Eve is now trying to get uh, Adam to eat something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lucifer Mince? told her, now go get Adam <laughs> to partake. All right. Adam will be partaking. But before that, we have a journal journey yeah, yeah. from a listener. Yeah, I also have a slam poem to read. Slam poem. Mm-hmm. I like it. I will not be reading it in slam voice, but slam poem. Yes. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. You do you. do you. Thank you. All right. Should we get there? Yep. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. All right. We are just <laughs> this temple shit. I know. We... <laughs> It's never-ending, y'all. It is. And so those of you who have never been through the temple, I hope that you're getting the gist of how fucking boring it is. Well, and stupid. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. So one thing we learned about one of our listeners via Marco Polo channels mm-hmm. is that Andrew, and we learned this through video chat, right? he actually eats persimmons with the peel. The skin, skin. yeah. So this came from our discussion of, I think it was what fruit we would pick in the Garden of Eden or what we thought it should be. Uh We do love a good persimmon. And I was saying how weird it would be if it was a persimmon because you'd have to like peel it and it would take a while and it's not like the bite into it. But then Andrew pops in on channels and is like, "Um, Just eat the peel. I actually eat the peel. Maybe that's a thing. Raise your hand, listeners, if you eat persimmons with the peel. Yeah. Mary's not raising her hand. I'm not raising my hand. I can only count on like one hand how many persimmons I've actually eaten in my entire life. I Dude, haven't I eaten love that many. Them. I get the Costco ones and freaking go to town, but not the peels. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> uh, Andrew, how do you feel about mangoes? That's what I want to know. Do you eat the skin? No. Ew, no. <laughs> Is that even a thing? I don't know. But you They're know, like leather. My father, meanwhile, ate the entire apple. Sure. Core. Yeah. The whole thing. But, you know, I think that apple seeds are not good for you. They've I got think like, you would have to eat so many damn apple seeds to have an adverse effect. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, interesting fruit discussion. Yeah, I this thought morning. so. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to wake up to a fruit discussion. I also wanted to point out that in one of the more recent episodes, I said across. Oh, yeah, you Instead sure of did. across. I want you all to know that I do know that the correct way to say the word is across. <laughs> don't you get that from your mom? I, I don't know, that? but sometimes I say it and it, I don't even notice, but I do know the proper way to say the word. I need you to know this. What you're trying to say is that you said across earlier. <laughs> is that what you did? <laughs> Maybe. It was a twofer. It was a double whammy. I don't know, but I do know how to pronounce it, damn it. Okay. Jesus. All right. Well, you know, I tried to edit out the T. It just was all baked in. I couldn't do it. Yeah, Mary couldn't even edit it out. One more thing. When this episode comes out, we will be at the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to the Outer Banks. Yeah, we need to get away. We found the most diviest dive on the beach. (laughs) It's not. We'll probably need a tetanus shot (laughs) after. It's cute. (laughs) I mean, it's a little odd from the outside because it's pink and sort of stucco. Mm-hmm. Is it pink and teal? Yeah, it is. That's <laughs> beachy, baby. That's true. Beachy, beachy. <laughs> We're bringing the dogs with us. But the inside is cute, I think. Okay. All right. 
In that sort of beachy, kitschy way. Mm-hmm. Kitschy, mm-hmm. beachy. Kitschy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kitsch. You never heard of that word? Are you 90? <laughs> <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> ah, all right. Housekeeping, done. Although I do oh. want to remind people that I'm compiling uh, the blog with letters. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as a little reminder, if you do not want your letter featured in the blog, that is perfectly fine. Just let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drop me a line at uh, contact at latterdaylesbian.org. And we're also encouraging people to get on the blog and start leaving some kind messages for others because it's not easy throwing your, your life story out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of making my way through early 2019. So maybe by the time this comes out, I'll be further along. Probably. Well, yeah. Do a little at a time. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a big project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Is that all the housekeeping stuff? I think we have kept the house. All right. The house is kept. What's next on the list? So in our Latter-day Lesbian podcast discussion group, a fellow by the name of Tom wrote a slam poem. Okay. Before I get to that, I would like to introduce Tom and how this came to be. We actually read Tom's story a few episodes ago. And after that episode, we got a letter from a fellow by the name of Ryan. And this said, I recently listened to the podcast about the transgender bathroom debate, and I heard Tom's email and was wondering if maybe you can get in touch with him and see if he wants to talk with me to be a friend or to just to have someone who understands to talk to. I am a 17-year-old trans male, ex-Mormon, who's working on leaving the church, and I also live in the South. And then uh, Ryan gave his information. So I went ahead and sent that over to Tom. Okay. Didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And then out of the blue, I get a message from Ryan saying, you and Mary are true matchmakers. Tom and I are dating. (laughs) Oh, how cute is that? That's super cute. Yeah. Anyway, I am so glad that they are there to help support each other. That's That's fantastic. freaking awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. Look at us. Look at at us go. (laughs) The love boat. Oh, my God. I don't know why I felt like singing that, (laughs) but I did. Well, I was thinking matchmaker, matchmaker, make make me a match, blah, 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 blah. Does that one involve jazz hands? I mean, in that kind of like Eastern European (laughs) depressed way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Russian. It is? That was not Russian you were speaking. Well, (laughs) you are correct. (laughs) Do you know Fiddler on the Roof? Oh, God. Are we talking musicals now? Okay, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right. So I wanted to get to a, a slam poem. And this slam poem was actually written by said Tom. Is it slamming? It's slamming. However, I am not going to read it in slam style because I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm just going to read it. Raise your hand if you kind of want Shelly to read it in slam style. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to (laughs) disrespect Tom's poem in such a manner. You just read it the way you think is best. Oh, thank you. All right. Tom (laughs) says, this is a slam poem I wrote about how toxic Mormonism is. It could also apply to my parents. Okay. Ready? Dear toxic people, we have never seen eye to eye. I was always six feet beneath your expectations. Grew up knowing I could never reach your mark. Each time I took a step further, you screamed at me to multiply my miles. You noted my every wrong in bright red pen, then taped it on my back for everyone to see. Whispered rumors only 1% real. You demonized my normal. Helped me plant a seed of truth only to later fertilize it with opposing views. When you locked me inside my closet, I screamed to be let out. Soon you did and revealed my many sins to none other than those who disagreed. 
Coming out as queer should have been my choice to make. You stole that away from me. Alone with my compliance to abide by your rules, though that last part was not your intention. As for the game of peer pressure, you're the referee, except you lost the eye that saw the wrongdoings of your own. You forced me into playing, and when I tried to walk away, you tripped me up so I couldn't ever leave. With all this said, it's time to end these toxic encounters. I was brainwashed into believing you, and only when I have left you behind have I begun to finally feel okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was badass. Yeah, very cool. I wish I could have read it in slam voice. Um, I tried to be a little (laughs) aggressive in my readings. Yeah, you know, Tom, if you just want to send us a recording of it. (laughs) Oh, Tom, I'm doing it in slam voice, yes. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. But thank you so much for sending that in. Very yeah. cool. We have some talented listeners, not going to lie. Absolutely. Should we move on, speaking of listeners, to uh, a journal journey? Oh, yeah. So the music has got Shelly's name in it. Can you dub over Trey? Maybe. Do it. Gonna read from this here journal, even though it's triggering. Yeah, we'll read from this here journal. It's Trey's journal journey. Ha. All right, shall we... Get into the journal entry from Trey. Mm -hmm. Trey is also on Marco Polo channels. Mm -hmm. So she originally just said this in a video chat. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm never going to be able to remember all that. Will you do you mind sending it in? Write that shit down. Yeah. Do you mind actually writing it down and sending it in? Mm -hmm. Which she did. Okay. So she says, here's the excerpt from my journal entry dated May 31st 1983 a lot of our listeners were not born then that is true but some were raise <laughs> your hand <laughs> raise if you were alive in 1983 <laughs> raising it third <laughs> grade baby too. third grade I think it may be interesting to note that I wrote this as I was finishing my freshman year at BYU okay keep that in mind she says additional tidbits if you want to sprinkle them in well we're sprinkling oh we sprinkle <laughs> I was raised in a very Mormon family in the San Francisco Bay Area. My dad was stake president for almost 10 years while I was growing up. Is it a long time to be a stake president? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. What's the average? I don't know. But that's just a long time to do anything like super serious Mormon um, rank. Yeah. Do they just move you out or something? What do they do? They usually move you up, I guess. They move you up. No, it depends. Okay. Scratch that. Leave it in, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, scratch my what I said. You don't have to delete it. Just okay. I might not have been accurate. I just thought that was funny. Okay. <laughs> so stake president for almost 10 years while I was growing up. We had visiting general authorities stay in our home sometimes when they'd come for stake conferences back in the day. For instance, my parents loved recounting the time Spencer W. Kimball ate sourdough pancakes at our table. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about idol worship. Well, also, how San Franciscan. Right, to have sourdough. Is it San Franciscan? Yeah, sourdough. San Francisco. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. My grandma who lived in Oregon always made sourdough pancakes. Oh, well, sure. Now I want sourdough pancakes. (laughs) Trey says that also a very young Thomas S. Monson, I guess, made an appearance, and there were many others that she can't remember. I was a stalwart young Mormon and was constantly called in quotes, to be the president of my various beehive, Maya made, Laurel, and seminary classes, etc. Get it, girl. <laughs> yes. I'm the sixth of eight kids, and all of my older brothers and sisters had graduated from BYU, mm-hmm. so it was just a given that I would go there, too. Of course. Right? Of course. It never occurred to me that I might apply elsewhere, 
Needless to say, I was extremely TBM. Yeah. Okay, so here's the journal entry. Okay. From Tuesday, May 31st, 1983. Last Thursday, my religion teacher made a very interesting comment. He drew a curve on the board, one that sloped very gradually at first, and then suddenly took a sharp dive down, straight down. Then he said, you start out doing just little things that begin turning you away from the church. Then suddenly, you get grease on your shoes, and you slip all the way out. (laughs) So then Trey says, so I've been thinking about that. Do I have grease on my shoes? God. I think I might. (laughs) Don't you love just like the guilt and shame coming from the front of the lecture hall? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And this is a class at BYU. Yes. Sure. It's a Christian-ish college, right? They believe in the thruple. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought there wasn't a Trinity thing. Anyway, I don't know. It's so fucking confusing. So obviously, church-affiliated school, they're going to have classes that talk about the Mormon church, right? That's just to be expected. I wonder what the percentage is of classes there that are dedicated to some sort of stupid church talk. Um, well, I would say a lot of the classes start with an opening prayer. Oh, my God. Um, and maybe a scripture. And this could be like— Just regular history. This could be like trigonometry. Yeah. Okay. So who knows what class? This might not have even been, you know— uh, College-level trigonometry. <laughs> i got to go to trig. i got to go to trig. I never took trig. <laughs> um, this professor in this class might not have even been a religious class. I don't know. Well, Pray she, no, she said it was religion. Oh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So that makes a lot of sense. But I love that they just drive in the guilt and shame. Oh, like, for sure. For if sure. If you're making any little baby steps yeah, so out of Mormonism, all of a sudden you're going to crash to hell. Crash and burn. If it's a religion class, couldn't you just learn about the history of the religion? Or? They're not going to talk about the actual history, though. <laughs> okay. No, Wow, just the guilt lectures. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? Also, I remember my religion classes, they were always made to point to Mormonism as the one true church. Whether it was Old Testament, whether it was New Testament, didn't mm-hmm. matter. It always pointed to Mormonism. Yeah. And, you know— in regular Christian circles, I think, if like maybe Southern Baptist, and mm-hmm. if you're a Southern Baptist listening or ex-Southern Baptist, former, shall we say, mm-hmm. let me know if I'm incorrect. But I think any slippery slope conversations about slipping away wouldn't be from the church as much as it would be from Jesus. Like the focus is on Jesus versus the church in general, I believe. So what's up, Mormons? I see what you're saying. You know saying. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just always like uphold this institution of the church more than I think they do about Jesus. Oh, absolutely. I would venture to say that most Christian churches out there, it really counts to them if you are Christian. Mm-hmm. Which one you belong to, as long as you're part of the—they consider the church being Christianity, right? Ish. I mean, they definitely prefer their denomination. For sure, but a lot of them don't think you're going to hell if you are— a Methodist. A or Methodist. It's like we are all part of. That's what I learned when I was at my non-denominational church. They made it clear that when they refer to the church, they refer to all of Christianity. Whereas when Mormonism refers to the church, they refer to their oh, organization. LDS for sure. Yes. Although my mother, in her particular brand of evangelicalness, is that a thing? Sure, it is. Now. Evangelicalism. Let's okay. go with that. All right. She would think that her church was better. Was the, well, was sure, the but true. does she think that? Other Christians are going to hell? Um, I think it's debatable depending on your denomination, like Catholics, (laughs) for instance. (laughs) 
She's real judgy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, can we just finish this this yes, section up? Please do. That was a little okay. sidebar. Go. That's okay. Uh, Trey says it took me another seventeen years to actually leave the church, though I got sucked back in by internal as well as family pressure and guilt. I even ended up serving a mission in South Korea to prove to everyone how committed I was to the church. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how she uh, said she was guilted back in. <laughs> the oh. drawing on the board and the curve yeah. down to hell. Yeah. And every other message you get. Yeah. Analyze your life. And if there's anything that is baby stepping you away from the church, like if you breathe in too deeply in the cereal aisle when there's coffee on the end of it <laughs> and you smell that coffee and you like it. Or you look longingly at the tank top section at the Gap or <laughs> Also something. a thing, yeah. <laughs> I sure wish I didn't have to wear a t-shirt under Yeah, 20 under layers this. of clothing to be modest, yeah. <laughs> under mm-hmm. this tank top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she also says, I was married to a man for 10 years and had a son before I finally admitted I was a lesbian. But then, guess what? Turns out my husband, who was Elder's quorum president at the time, admitted to me that he was gay. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I guess that makes divorce a little easier. Like, well, it's nobody's fault. We're both gay. <laughs> yep. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Trey, for sending in your journal entry. If you would like to send us your journal journey entry, it's mm-hmm. a mouthful, mm-hmm. just uh, contact us. Yep, love it. Latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we move back to the temple— and that delightful movie. Uh, <laughs> we had a few short letters that I wanted to read. Cool, let's do it. Yeah, okay. So this one is from Casey from February 2019. Getting to you, Casey. <laughs> okay, so it's about menstruation, everybody. Uh, I hate that word, by the way. Menstruation. Period. Yeah. If you're sensitive to period talk. Plug your ears and go, la, 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 Yeah, just sort of tune out for the next couple minutes. Okay. Casey writes, I still remember when I started my period. I was like 11. Wow. A youngster. Yeah, it took me forever to get my period. Have you gotten it? (laughs) I don't think I ever really had it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe twice. I don't know. It's weird. It's a long story, everybody. (laughs) Casey says, no one told me much either. I was raised Catholic, and it's not that my mom didn't answer my questions, but she definitely didn't go out of her way to tell me about sex either. In fact, there's also a story about how I thought I was pregnant when I was 10 because of falling backward at theater camp and accidentally touching a guy's ball sack (laughs) (laughs) while trying to grapple for some leverage. (laughs) She thought she was pregnant. It's awesome. (laughs) But that's a story for another day. This would be termed a ball sack pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah, that that doesn't happen often. Ever. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Casey says, when I was very little, I saw blood in the toilet my mom had sat on. I was at my gay godmother's house. Hell yeah. (laughs) When I started my first period. I remember going to the bathroom in my Scooby-Doo purple underwear. Sorry, it's getting a little graphic, everybody. And seeing blood on the tissue, I cried and tried to convince myself that I had simply wiped too hard. She didn't know. Like how you try to convince yourself that you brush too hard when really your gums are just infected. (laughs) You know, like that. It's the exact same thing, Casey. Yep. None of my family talked about sex, gender, or periods. It was sort of just something that happened to you. And I think maybe you were just expected to navigate it on your own. Yeah, sounds like my family too. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Although your mom did come and talk to you when it was happening, after she put a bunch of pads in your drawer. With the belt, yeah. Uh, (laughs) She did come and talk to me and was proud and saying this was God's way of reminding me that I'm a woman. So, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Casey says, so I didn't even ask my godmothers. I just stuffed toilet paper in my Scooby-Doo panties and went to bed and hoped I'd live till morning. Oh, my God. She had no idea what was happening. 11. 11. That's uh, that's Sabrina's age. That's, That's young. Yeah. My mom got there around 7.15 a.m. with McDonald's muffins for us. (laughs) It's very specific. And coffee for my Aunt Karen. While we sat there and ate, my mom stared at me while I stared blankly into space. Mm. She said, you're as white as a damn ghost. What's wrong? (laughs) Thanks, Mom. She's so loving. (laughs) So loving. (laughs) I chewed on my stupid egg muffin shaking. Nothing, I said. She pulled me from my seat and took me into the long hallway. You started your period, didn't you? I sobbed. I thought I just wiped too hard. Oh, God. I know. Oh, poor sweetie. I know. Then she showed me pads and tampons, told me I would be okay, and half a year later, I was still so ashamed of my period that when she tried to make me buy my own tampons at a CVS, my blood pressure got so high that I actually shot blood out my nose and stained her Ford 500 and my favorite powder puff football sweatshirt with my name on it. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, blood just shot right out of her nose. Just it, right, yeah. right onto the right Ford. Out. Yep. <laughs> sorry, Ford. Not yeah. sorry. Uh, I guess she didn't realize I would never be okay. She did a shrug sign. The shrug sign, by the way, when you when you type it out, is very elaborate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to recreate this thing. It's pretty cool. Anyway, she says, thanks for the podcast. I love you guys, and I'm so happy you found each other. Stay in love and out of cults, Casey. Okay, so far so good. So far so good. Okay, two more short letters. This is from Mandy from March 2019. Okay. Mandy says, because I keep listening to you and quoting you to my husband— I was forced to come out to him as straight. Yes, ladies, even listening to you and enjoying all your adorable lesbian love and care for each other didn't make me gay. That's unfortunate. Uh But I needed to reassure my husband of that. (laughs) Thank you for providing me with this necessity of coming out as straight. Yeah, you're welcome. I never thought I'd need that, but can now use to tease my husband throughout time and all eternity. Amen, sister. (laughs) Also, I love it when Mary laughs at the ridiculous Mormon shit she learns about. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. Love, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. That's pretty funny. Oh, and this one, slightly controversial. Oh. This is from Jerry on March 2019, and this was in uh, reaction to you being on the Ask a Mormon Lesbian podcast. Gosh, that was forever ago. It was forever ago. Yeah, wowzers. Right. Jerry says, I don't understand why you recommend the Mormon Lesbian podcast. It's frustrating, sad, and disgusting to hear people who have been completely rejected by a group, crazy-ass cult, in parentheses, to uh, defend them. Mormons do not believe you can pick and choose which parts you believe. If you believe Nelson speaks to God but has chosen to embrace those who believe homosexuality is a sin, you believe God thinks you are sinful. You know love is not a sin. You know God does not hate you. Why would you support people who say he does hate you? Interesting perspective, and uh, I believe that that podcast is no longer being recorded. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Like 99%. And I and I also am like 89% that Laura Root has since, like for real, left the church. Okay. 
Okay. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's hard to stay long. And in my defense, but not really, um, this was way, way back in the beginning. And I was kind of happy to be on a show, you know, sure. like to be interviewed. We, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just getting involved in things. Would I again be on a, a show that was supportive of Mormonism? No. Right. And I think that falls into that category of people trying to make change from the inside. Yeah. I don't think they last long. No, it's real hard to do. You don't get a lot of support. You're kind of like on your own in that. Yeah, because like I've said before, if you stay in to make a change, when you start saying the things that will hope to make a change or doing the things, you will get kicked out. Right. So it's not really a place where you can make a lot of good change. Just saying. It doesn't seem to work very well. Raise your hand if you are a listener who has done that successfully or if you know of anyone who is making change from the inside. Right. I'd be curious to know about that. Anyway, some short but interesting letters today. I liked them. Yeah. Way to go back uh, into the old, old catalog of letters that we— Yeah, because I'm doing this blog project, Mm -hmm. I'm now reading, like, everybody's letter. Oh, my God, I love it. Finally getting around to some of these. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, baby. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mary, Mm -hmm. we forgot to do our uh, LDL letters— our intro. intro? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do Crap. um and that was an LDL, LDL letter. Oh, it's plural, isn't it? E- okay, let's do it again. And that was LDL letters. Wow, she directed me. I did with my left hand. <laughs> wow, very talented over <laughs> Thank there. Thank you. This morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I'm operating on one cup of coffee so mm. far. So, that's not going to work. No. Maybe we should take a break and get another cup. Hell yeah. All right. We'll do that and be right back. All right. We are back and ready for more temple wackiness. Are we? I don't I don't know. <laughs> so we left off last week with Lucifer convincing Eve to partake of the apple. Yeah, he sure did. And then he says, there. Now go and get Adam to partake. So that's where we're at. Okay. (laughs) Let's see what Adam does. Okay. So on the big screen, Adam is, I think this is the part where he's playing with the goldfish in the water. (laughs) Um, And Eve comes on and with with her very blank stare Mm -hmm. and says, Stepford Eve. Yes, Stepford Eve. Adam, here is some of the fruit of that tree. It is delicious to the taste and very desirable. (laughs) And then Adam gets very concerned. He's like, Eve. Do you know what fruit that is? Like, he's in a bit of a panic face. Uh-huh, like, oh, uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. What did my helpmeet do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Eve says, yes, it is the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then Adam, fucking Peter Priesthood, <laughs> I cannot partake of it. Do you not know that Father commanded us not to partake of the fruit of that tree? Does that seem like a double negative sentence, by the way? Not Do wait. you not know? It should okay. be like, don't you know? Well, that's the same thing. Okay, well, Adam seems lame. I'm just saying. If, if <laughs> Well, their language is very, I don't know. Lame? <laughs> <laughs> it is delicious to the taste, or whatever she says. And very desirable. You did Can't good. you just say, it tastes good, or it's delicious? Isn't it redundant to say it is delicious to the taste? Like, how else would it be delicious? Oh, that's true. <laughs> seems like a lot of extra words thrown in there. Well, this is the longest, most boring movie you'll ever see. <laughs> so they're like, throw some extra words in. <laughs> yeah. We need it to be more boring. All right. <laughs> they what's, did. what's next? So Adam asked, you know what the fruit is? Eve's like, yep. And then Adam did the whole, do you not know, blah, blah, blah. And then Eve says, 
do you intend to obey all of Father's commandments? <laughs> and then Adam, you, of course. You, you wimp. You good at <laughs> yeah, tissues? You, you little wimp. So Adam, of course, Mr. Peter Priesthood says, yes, all of them. Oh, God. Brown yeah, nose. Brown uh, I'm going to do everything Father says. <laughs> Fucking Adam. All right. And then Eve sets him straight. She's like, do you not remember that Father commanded us to multiply and replenish the earth? I have partaken of this fruit, and by so doing, shall be cast out, and you will be left alone, man, in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> so basically, she's like, dude, God wants us to and have babies, okay? My ass is about to get kicked out. And if you just want to stay here and play with goldfish forever, fine. But— Is that what we're calling it? Play with the goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The visual of, okay. Anyway. Oh, wait, never mind. He's obeying all of God's commandments. Yes, that would be not touching the one-eyed goldfish. <laughs> wow. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. Anyway, Eve's like, I'm out of here. And Adam's like, oh, well, yeah. And Eve reminds him, look, we can't have babies if you hang out in here. and Conjugal play. visits. Conjugal visits. Wasn't a thing then. <laughs> So Adam, in his wisdom, says, Eve, I see that this must be so. I will partake that man may be. That so man? He, man. Oh, you mean like human, humankind? Yeah. Okay. Yes, humankind. Okay. I get that one. Uh-huh. Like they care about the other half of humankind. <laughs> right, right, right. So crunch on the apple. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Lucifer appears. Oh. Of course he does, because he's like hiding and watching this go down. <laughs> Ooh, doing this with his fingers. Can you oh, see this? Oh, for okay. sure. All right. So Lucifer says, that is right. And then Eve ignores Lucifer and looks to Adam and says, it is better for us to pass through sorrow that we may know the good from the evil. And then she turns to Lucifer. I know thee now. Thou art Lucifer who was cast out of father's presence for rebellion. Ooh. Do you know the preexistent story, by the way, Mary? Oh, my God. We'll hit that later. Is this the whole Jesus and Lucifer were brothers? Yeah, and the big fight and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ish. Okay. Well, we won't get into that now. We've got more um, boring temple text. Next time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Lucifer admits it. He goes, yes, you are beginning to see already. And then Adam, like the first (laughs) thing he's going to (laughs) say, after he bites the apple and suddenly has all this knowledge, he looks at Lucifer and says, what is that apron you have on? Oh, my God. And I just, as I was reading through this, realized how funny that is. It's like, <laughs> so stupid. you have all this stuff in your brain now. And what you're wearing, dude. What you're wearing, dude. Oh, because they're naked. <laughs> That's showing that he realized he was naked, right? Sure, but it's like, <laughs> what's your apron? And why is he wearing an apron? Is also, he about to cook something? For sure. He's going to make some. Persimmon pie. Oh, hell yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. It Persimmon is now. cookies are. Those are really oh, good. Oh, I've mm-hmm. never had those. Mm-hmm. In the movie, the Lucifer is like wearing a bunch of shit. It's all like darkish shit. What's the apron? Is it that bright green apron? The thing is, it's not a bright green apron. Like you can't even see that it's an apron until they point out that it's an apron. And do they just do a funny camera zoom in, like a big push, like no, into the apron? No, dun, that would have nice. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> push in. <laughs> to Lucifer's apron. That's what <laughs> to the, hide his that's, endowment. <laughs> that's what the script note is. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do that, though. Push and, in to Lucifer's apron. Yeah. I have to admit to something that is that I now think is very comical and embarrassing. And this is how I tried so hard to get some kind of meaning out of the movie. Okay. Like I was, this, is, this is a reach. You ready for my reach? And I just <laughs> yeah. remember that I thought this. So in one of the Temple movies, mm-hmm. and it might be this one, 
It looks like the pattern on Lucifer's outfit is kind of like the spots on a, a peacock's tail, sort of. Like, I construed it to be that. Okay. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is symbolic of a proud peacock. Okay. This is showing that Lucifer's, like, his downfall, his big sin is pride. All right. <laughs> I Can you believe I made that fucking stretch? Maybe it was intentional. Maybe they put him in a peacock-ish outfit. No, because not all of the movies had them in, like, peacock. Peacock attire? Peacock attire. <laughs> I'm just showing how when your brain is brainwashed into thinking something is true and correct and from God, you will reach for whatever you can to make the connection, to make okay. it right, uh-huh. without even realizing that you're reaching. Poor little sad Mormon that you were. I sure was. Trying to make connections that weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) I sure was. Okay, so Adam asks, you know, what's the apron? And Lucifer says, it is an emblem of my power and my priesthoods. (laughs) What? And then Adam changes the subject. It seems to me like Adam doesn't know how to have a conversation. (laughs) He's a little spectrum-y. Yeah, he's like, what you wearing? And then Lucifer tells him, and then Adam changes the subject, and he says, I am looking for Father to come down to give us further instructions. Oh, he's such a little yeah. doofus. <laughs> With no nipples. He really is such a little doofus. Like, uh-huh. God, Adam. <laughs> Grow a pair, Dave. <gasps> I was thinking the same thing. Grow a pair, fucking Adam. So then Lucifer is like, oh, you are looking for father to come down, are you? And then all of a sudden, the booming voice, Jehovah, we promised Adam that we would visit him and give him further instructions. Come, let us go down. And Jehovah's like, we will go down, Elohim. And then Adam says, I hear their voices. They're coming. And then Lucifer says, see, you are naked. Take some fig leaves and make you aprons. Father will see your nakedness. Quick, hide. Oh, my God. That's exactly how he said quick hide. (laughs) Wait a minute. Lucifer wants them to make fig leaf aprons? Whatever they make them out of the Garden of Eden. I don't know. Did you say fig leaf? Is that part of the script? Oh, you're right. I was too, I was so in character that I didn't even know what I was saying. Well, there are fairly big leaves. So that makes me think that the fruit was a fig and not a persimmon or an apple. <sighs> We've been lied to this entire fucking time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why doesn't it look like a fig in the movie? <sighs> I don't know. They don't know. have some continuity problems. They sure I'm just do. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Literally. Exactly. No, Jehovah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So here's a fun part. All right. So quick, hide. Mm-hmm. And then the movie stops. Oh. And then Adam's voice says, brethren and sisters, put on your aprons. Okay. So this is the part where you got to put on your stupid green apron. This is where we're starting. And raise your hand if you finally got your shit together and purchased an apron that had the little hook on it instead of trying to tie that slippery shit behind your back. Raise your hand. Slippery? So this would always be, this was my panic at first. So the fugly green apron, Mm -hmm. it had like these very slippery ribbons to tie behind you. (laughs) And for some reason, I just didn't feel right about tying it in front and then shifting it around, kind of like how you do your bra. It just felt disrespectful. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know what it felt, but I felt like I needed to tie it behind. And these things are so slippery. I would always get nervous like, "Oh my gosh, if I don't get it right the first time, I'm going to be the last one standing." Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as they came out with those aprons that had like a clip you could clip okay. instead. Yeah. I was like, Whew. "Oh, not that my there wasn't God. 50 other things to tie later, but yeah." <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder how many other people were in a panic about the temple garments. Oh, we've had a lot of people so write crazy. in, a lot of people on channels be like, uh, I was terrified. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> this Stress. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So you put your apron on and the old guy up front waits for everyone to sit down. Hopefully you're not the last. And then the movie starts back on. Well, he pushes the button and the movie starts. Uh-huh. And then it's Adam saying, come, let us hide. Okay. <laughs> so now the gods return. And Elohim, Adam, 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 where art thou? And then Adam like <laughs> kind of comes into the screen. All, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard thy voice and hid myself because I was naked. <laughs> and Elohim says, who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou partaken of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, of which we commanded thee not to partake? Why is Elohim asking questions he already knows the answer to? I know. Because it's all a quiz, and you're going to fail at every turn. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why is the apron green color? Uh, I don't know. Does anyone know? Um, I'm sure plenty of people have made something up in their head to make the church true in their minds. (laughs) Maybe because it's And then you're wearing white? Maybe. You're you're all in white, and then there's this one color. Yeah, and it's not even a nice color. No, it's horrible. It is bad. (laughs) <laughs> and also, if it's to represent the fig leaf, because, oh, you know, Adam and Eve are covering their nakedness. That's what it is. And then, so now we have to do that. It's but a leaf color. It's not really. <laughs> it's it's a, a green that doesn't exist in nature. At least mine was. It was like a shiny ass. It's an awkward green. It is an awkward green. There are no <laughs> leaves that are that color. But I bet you're right. I bet it's supposed to symbolize a leaf. Whew, glad we figured that out. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> that's right. Well, I've always wondered, and well, now, now that know. makes sense. Mm-hmm. In the nonsense. <laughs> In the nonsense. Okay. <laughs> okay, so God's like, Adam, what'd you do? And Adam, being the spineless little twerp that he is, mm-hmm. he says, the woman thou gavest me and commanded that she should remain with me, she gave me of the fruit of the tree, <laughs> and I did eat. <laughs> <laughs> She made me do it. She did it. You gave her to me, and then she made me do it. Dad, Dad, Eve made me eat the fruit. I know, you're so tattling right now. God, Adam. (laughs) And now Eve's in trouble. God's Mm -hmm. like, Eve, what is this that thou hast done? And Eve's like, oh, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. The serpent beguiled me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. These people... I would never hang out with them. Like, they're just lame. (laughs) The serpent beguiled me. And I did eat. Eve, what'd you do over there with that persimmon fig combo? (laughs) It's a persimmon fig combo. I don't know. The fruit's fruit's getting better and better. Not sure what God is thinking at this point, pirate God. (laughs) Well, pirate God's about to get pissed at Lucifer, which is funny because um, doesn't God know everything, like beginning, middle, and end? Like, he knows all. So he's acting surprised at all of this shit that's going down. Like, what what are you doing? You know. Mormon God is one big rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of is. He kind of is. All right. You ready for more God speak? He's about to kick Lucifer out. Okay. Lucifer. And when he says that, Lucifer kind of like peeks his head out. Who, me? Me? What? <laughs> what hast thou been doing here? Lucifer gets a little, little mouthy. I have been doing that which has been done in other worlds. Uh, God okay. says, what is that? I have been giving some of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil to them. 
And then God jumps in again. Lucifer, because thou hast done this, thou shalt be cursed above all the beasts of the field. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. <clears throat> and then Lucifer gets really pissed. If thou cursest me for doing the same thing which has been done in other worlds, I will take the spirits that follow me, and they shall possess the bodies thou createst for Adam and Eve. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So spirits are going to follow him, meaning like demons or whatever. Sure. And then do what? They're going to have Adam's body? I'm confused. Let's see. I will take them, and they shall possess the bodies thou created createst for Adam and Eve. So he's going to like put possessed spirits in Adam and Eve? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, that's quite the threat, Is bro. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, hats off to Lucifer. <laughs> and then they have to eat dust as well? It doesn't sound very filling. No, Lucifer's going to eat dust <laughs> all the days of that. You know, maybe we should have him over. It's been a little dusty here. He <laughs> eat could, our uh... dust. <laughs> <laughs> so Elohim, not happy about this, then says, I will place enmity, which... Enmity, that's a very yeah, weird that's a word. big word. Mm-hmm. I will place enmity between thee and the seed of the woman. Thou mayest have power to bruise his heel, but he shall have power to crush thy head. This is right out of Genesis. Is it? Yes. This is exact script Fucking right copycats. here. cats. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Lucifer, in all of his anger, he goes, Then with that enmity I will take the treasures of the earth. And with gold and silver, I will buy up armies and navies, false priests who oppress and tyrants who destroy and reign with blood and horror on this earth. Jesus. That's exactly how it says it. (laughs) Elohim says, depart. And this is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Lucifer turns around all pissed off and he has this, um, like a walking stick. Mm -hmm. And I always, looking back, Lucifer looked a little awkward with the walking stick, like he had never used a walking stick before. Hmm. So he's kind of storming out into like this rocky kind of field looking thing. And he's, he's like walking with the <laughs> stick. And I think there's crows calling, caw, caw, like it's supposed to be like, <laughs> he's going into, you know. His Satanist lair mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like stomping away like, like a kid. With his stick. With his walking stick that he's never used I'm gonna before. I'm going to take my stick and get out of here, Dad. You're mean. <laughs> You're mean, Dad. And I'm going to buy up treasures of the earth and gold and silver and false priests. And, so take that. Yeah. I'm going to do all these things with my stick. Yeah, I don't know that that part is in the Bible. Oh. With the stick and the buying treasure. Does he have a bank account? How's he going to buy some treasure? I don't know. Hmm. And you know what? That always seemed weird to me as well because it seemed very modern speak, like I'm going to buy shit. Exactly. But this supposedly was a while back. Well, yeah, but it makes me wonder, like, what was this movie script based off of Uh, and who wrote it and when? You know what? Let me scroll. I mean, it's definitely the Genesis story with some creative license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. I mean, this wasn't something that Joseph Smith would have written down anywhere, right? Bryce Blankenagle. We're putting out the call. Who wrote and when was the original Temple script? Well, hopefully we'll get a little more info about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, so far now we've learned that Adam is kind of a spineless little twat. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Eve has no Jesus. brain. Uh-huh. Um, Lucif- Wait a minute. Eve made a big decision. She really, really did. No, what I'm saying is in the movie with her blank stares, they make it look like she just got tricked because she's stupid. Okay. But then it's kind of like she just fesses up. She's just kind of matter of fact about it. Yeah, she's like, I did it. 
Me and I was Adam tricked gonna go, by the serpent. Yeah, over here. me and Adam should probably get kicked out and go have sex and make babies. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? And Lucifer has been booted out, stomped off with his little stick. Slightly boring. Way to hang in there. It's just a story that. It's a tale as old as time. I mean, I mean, this is this is the creation story with some liberties. So, okay, well, it's about to get next week. We're going to start uh, the part of the slitting of the throats and the disemboweling of yourself. <laughs> oh, the penalties. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh, if you tattle, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing, and so <laughs> yeah, not going to slit my throat. Not feeling it. Okay. Well, that was um, riveting. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Should we take another little breaky break and then talk about patrons and channel members? Yes. All right. Let's do that. Be right back. We are back. So we have a little twist to uh, the announcements Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read the names. Oh. And you are going to take the last initial and do Lucifer speak with it. And you're going to glean whatever you can from the stupid temple movie. And uh, come up with a last name. Okay. What do you think? Um, I will do my best. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, we've got three patrons and three channel members. Oh, nice. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone for your support. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Keeps us going. It sure does. Okay. So first patron is Amy B.D. How am I going to do a B.D.? Can I pick one, a B or a D? Sure. Uh, Pick whichever one you want. How about D? Okay. It's making it too easy. Okay. Amy is now named Amy Delicious to the Taste and Very Desirable. (laughs) Amy, we suspected all along. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know. (laughs) Okay. Next. Next patron is Kimmy R. R. Okay. So I, I, can I switch to Eve? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Kimmy. Do you not remember that Father commanded us to multiply and replenish the earth? Kimmy, remember. And okay. now, Kimmy, when you think of your new last name, um, you, you won't be, forget it. You won't. And you'll be thinking about how Adam and Eve have to like now go have the oh, sex great. and make babies. Great. I'm sure that's what she wants to think about. <laughs> Temple Adam and Eve getting it on. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Lucifer is going to be lurking in the background the entire time. I'm like, God, Lucifer, get out of here. Get he, banished already. He will. Don't worry. He makes more appearances. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, okay. was really shaking in my boots. Last patron today is Jill S. Jill S. Should I do a Lucifer one? If you can mm, find one. Let me see. You know, it's kind of cheating that she's looking at her notes. I don't have this memorized. <laughs> I mean, sort of I do. I have to come up with this stuff just out of thin air. Whew. Okay, Shelly. Jill S., what you got? Jill S., ready, Jill? Let me get my Lucifer voice on. If thou cursest me for doing the same thing which has been done on other worlds, I will take the seed? No, spirits. (laughs) Shit. I will take the spirits that follow me, and they shall possess the bodies thou createst for Adam and Eve. Spirits. Spirits. um, It's very spirited, last name. (laughs) <laughs> she gets to possess the bodies that God creates for Adam and Eve. Creepy. I don't recommend it. No. Hands to yourself, Jill Spirits. Yes. Just no possessing. No possessing. Don't do it. Okay. Shall we move on to channels? Yes. I just want to throw out there that we've had a lot of channels members join recently, and it is— <laughs> It's so fun. They say the funnest shit. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We have Sonia C. 
So this one, I think I'm kind of putting Sonia and Jill together. You are? Yeah. You ready? Okay. If thou cursest me for doing the same thing which has been done on other worlds, dot, dot, dot. And then, then they do the whole spirits, you know, thing. Curses. 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 Cursest. Cursest. If thou cursest me. Is that even a word? Curses. It is in the temple video. <laughs> so there you go. Sonia curses. Is it Sonia or Sonia? Hmm. Let Sonia, us know. Sonia, Sonia, let us know. Okay. Cursest. I don't think that's a great last name, to be fair. I think she loves it. <laughs> Does she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let us know, Sonia. Sonia. Cursest. Sonia. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it matters. It, it matters. does. So she'll, she'll let us. She's okay. actually on channels because we're reading the channels members. She will let us know. Next, we have Cassie P. Ooh, a P. Hmm. What you got? Uh, well, as much as I would like to do persimmon. Mm-hmm. Skin on or skin off. That's what uh, I want to know. For Andrew, we're saying skin <laughs> on. Okay, Cassie. I mean, there's so much in this one paragraph that we're going to go with it. All right. Ready? <clears throat> I will take the spirits that follow me and they shall possess, oh. possess the bodies thou createst for Adam and Eve. Possess. Yeah. So Jeez. we've got Jill, Sonia, and Cassie all in the same Lucifer paragraph. That makes you family members. Does it? Spirit, cursist. And possessed. Possessed. This is getting dark. It's taking a dark turn. <laughs> you wanted me to do it in Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer doesn't ever say anything nice. That's true. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. I'm afraid to even say it. Last one. Oh, we have another. There's Ooh, I one wonder if more. we can get it in the same paragraph. Okay, go. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. What is it? Jessica R. We did R already. Fuck. Come on, Lucifer. Don't let us down. I'm going to have to switch to Eve. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Yeah. But I do think... That Jessica is going to enjoy this new name. Let's hear it. Ready? This mm-hmm. is Eve turning to Lucifer and saying, I know thee now, with the blank face, by the way. Uh-huh. Thou art Lucifer, he who was cast out of father's presence for Rebellion. Rebellion. Oh. That's a good one. Jessica Rebellion. Shit, I want that last name. <laughs> well, you got the good one, Jessica. Way to go. Yeah, it's kind of better than cursed and possessed. Or what? what I know spirits? I'm not saying it right. It's cursist. Cursist <laughs> and po- possess. Yes. Okay. It's probably better than those. Just yes. saying. Look, you get what you get, you don't throw a fit. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that. As we continue to give new last names, are people deciding not to join us? <laughs> right. If right. you would like to join and you would not like <laughs> us to hatchet up your name, let us know when you join. <laughs> okay. Uh, channels, visit latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Mm-hmm. Because Marco Polo Channels is brought to you by, well, Marco Polo. <laughs> and if you would like to join us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you, Dan, from Extension Audio. Thanks for living it in, Dan. Thanks for all the fun reverb on the Temple Voices. Yes, love it. Mm-hmm. And also he added reverb to my pirate voice last time. That's fun, <laughs> that's too. Shit right there. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, the rest of you, please steer clear of cults, because they're no joke. No joke at all. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.